0: Welcome to Bachelor Banter,
1: a wine-induced podcast discussing all things bachelor and bachelorette.
0: I'm one of your hosts, Jade, an absolute bachelor addict.
1: And I'm the other host, Dave, a bachelor virgin.
0: (laughs) Pour yourself a glass of whatever you enjoy and enjoy the show.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Well, Jade, before we actually get into tonight's episode, I do just have to say hats off to you, because you did predict that I would kind of love this Bachelor in Paradise as well, because it was quite similar to Love Island and there was lots of drama, and I said yesterday's episode was the best that I'd seen so far of the season, and I think you know it's carried on the form for tonight, so completely agree. Hats off to you. I am loving this series. Now, where would you like to start?
0: god like there's so much this show is just all about the drama so i mean i suppose we should we should start with the fact that well first i mean kieran wants to bugger off and leave and he has a strop and then tim wants to leave and he has a strop and then jamie starts having a bloody panic attack because tim's leaving and he wants to leave and all the boys are in tears bloody hell
1: there's a ton to unpack there. I mean, we said we saw a bit of it yesterday, didn't we? So Kieran had said, no, that's it. Fuck this bullshit. I'm off. I'm going to leave. And I said in our episode, there's no way. He's not going to leave. It's just like, he's just making a bit of a scene. And sure enough, yeah. Jess is able to talk him down. So, I mean, did you see any other way that it was 100% predictable what would happen there?
0: No, I think... I think Kieran likes the camera too much. He was always going to figure out a way to calm down and end up staying. And he knows that people are going to be there that want him there and will talk him out of it eventually. Just like Tim, really.
1: <laughs> now, Tim was, Tim's came out of nowhere for me because Brick gave him a little bit of a telling off, quite honestly, how he behaved. I thought she could have gone for him a lot more. You could tell he was a bit sozzled, wasn't he? He was a bit, He wasn't quite in his right mind, but that's it. He's like, well, I'm off. Now, I don't know, had he overheard Kieran say he was off? It seemed a bit of a coincidence. They both decided they're going to chuck in the towel, but he goes off packing his bags. And again, I'm thinking, yeah, there's no way he's going. But I tell you, one person who did think he was definitely going to go, and that is Jamie. And (laughs) I, I, I have to say, You know, I'll pat myself on the back for this one. I did say in episode one, as creepy and weird as Jamie is, he's going to be entertaining. And by God, this has been my favorite scene. Now, we'll get serious for a moment. I do wonder how mentally stable he is because he just absolutely broke down like some kind of jilted lover when Tim was, you know, threatening to leave. I I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anything like that in any bromance in my days, Jade.
0: The sheer panic in his eyes was just something phenomenal you know the the begging and the crying and the "I can't survive without you here, mate like <laughs> I just couldn't i couldn't <laughs> what on earth I, I... and and then <laughs> Tim is like completely cold hearted and he's just like, "Oh, you know you'll survive, it's fine like so to be to be fair to Tim. You know, Kieran, I think, was definitely kind of putting it on a bit. But I think that Tim actually genuinely was going to walk out.
1: Uh, yeah, I I believe Tim more than uh, than uh, Kieran for sure. I think you're just a bit of a Tim apologist myself. But <laughs> no, no, actually, no. I'll I'll flip. I'm going to do a one eight here because you said Tim was a bit cold hearted. I th- I was putting myself in Tim's position there. He knew he'd been a prized cock, and sometimes you do. You just know. And he was like, right, I'm going. But Jamie was making it all about him, you know, and he's like, I can't survive here without you. And it's like, for fuck's sake, man. You know, he was saying, he hear he?
0: Jamie said, Oh, the only reason he came here was because of Tim. Like, what on earth are you talking about?
1: <laughs> and and that's why I say, you know, I laugh because let's face it, it was funny. But then you're kind of wondering, I mean, he is a 40-year-old bloke, but I'm not sure what his mental age actually is. It, it, it was as if, right, we must have all been there at parties and things and you've got a toxic couple there and then they start arguing and then it's all tremendously uncomfortable and then, you know, one threatens to leave the other and you've got them going, oh, no, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. It was like that and I'm thinking, what the hell? I was, it's like I was watching Rain Man or something. It, it was just <clears throat> utterly bizarre. And and getting round to the uh, Tim Apologist thing, I don't think tim was being cold-hearted there because he knew he'd done wrong and in that moment he just felt like you know what i've overstepped the mark here i'm just gonna leave i'm gonna take myself out because he's probably part sorry and part embarrassed but it is about him and how he feels and you've got this whiny little child this toddler Who's a four, in the shell of a forty-year-old bloke chasing after you, going going on about how heartbroken he is, and then James just basically and
0: screaming. <laughs>
1: it's like you know when you see again the toddlers in the supermarkets, and then they're just having a fit on the floor—not not an actual fit, but just a, a hissy fit, you know—and just lying down on the floor screaming. And and then you've got the bedraggled parent like, ah, "It's all right; they'll they'll tire themselves <laughs> out in a bit."
0: He was like, you are not going, Tim. You're not going. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> I was like, oh, my
1: God. <laughs> it just gets better and better because Jamie thinks, right, I played all my cards. I've pleaded myself, you know, for, for Tim not to go. And then he runs out pretty much to t- say to Britt, oh, please stop him leaving. And I'm thinking, surely this should be roles reversed or something, you know. Uh, but anyway, Britt goes and talks him down off the ledge. But, Jade. The fucking funniest bit is the fact that Britt talks him down off the Brit talks Tim down off the ledge, and then they disappear off to another room. And then he said, "You know, let's see how you feel in the morning and what have you." But Jamie doesn't know that, so Jamie goes back to where he had this initial—I'll uh, call it—confrontation with Tim. And he's, <laughs> oh, that was a brilliant impression. Of that Tim, where have you Tim? This whimper. (laughs) (laughs) He's off. He's off this like 2K walk or something. I'm pretty sure I heard someone say he's taking his bags. He's not got his passport or anything. (laughs) And he's off. And I'm just like, honestly, Jade, I am crying when this is going on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Even the producers are like, "Jamie, Jamie, Tim's not actually gone," and he's so confused, he doesn't understand. And I was just like, I shouldn't be laughing at this because, like, we don't, we honestly don't know his actual situation. Uh, it's, it was brutal, but so fucking funny to watch. <laughs> brutal. Jade. I mean, they, I will they be watching this do. on catch up. <laughs> they, look, honestly, they they do do you know mental health tests and all sorts before you go on the show. So he yeah. had been screened. So for those people that are thinking like, "Oh, we're being mean," we're not. He he passed tests with flying colours, clearly, because that's why he's on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I just don't under. I just don't get it. I don't know if he's doing it for the entertainment value or what, but. I mean, he's saying things like, um, oh, you're hurting me so much right now, Tim. And like, um, you know what? I wake up every morning and I see you, and if you don't know yeah. have that, I was like, oh, fuck, Dad.
1: For God's sake, think of the children. <laughs> <laughs> it's, honestly. Oh, it is just, and, and again, if I thought for a second there was an actual problem there, I, I wouldn't make a joke of it, but this is just a guy, again, who's probably had a little bit too much to drink. And uh, mm. he's clearly got, you know, as Tim called it in the first episode, you know, he Tim's Jamie's best mate, but probably not the other way around. And uh, God, I hope Jamie stays in for a bit longer because he's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, Jade, you could not script that. You couldn't, if you were watching some kind of sitcom or something, you could just imagine them putting this together you know especially the coming back and realize or thinking he's left and then disappearing off down the road it was pure comedy gold
0: uh you you know what though like you know Brittany, right what i don't Mm -hmm. get what really raised a question in my head was why didn't she go and talk tim down sooner she obviously like she was pissed off with him and she must have had an inkling of an idea of what he was doing before Jamie came sulking up to her. I, I don't know, but I do. I do feel like she's going to be very good for Tim and put him in his place. Like she's going to be mm-hmm. fiery and independent and just, you know, say it as it is.
1: Yeah. So, so Brit, I, I, I was thinking of Brittany there. So I'm sure we'll get on to Brittany in a bit, but you're right. I mean, the thing is, these things sort of escalate quite quickly, I guess. And you know, the mansion's a big place, isn't it? So, you know, they have had their little altercation. You know, Britt had kind of put him in his place, and then he he disappeared off. So, so maybe she should have been with Tim. But I think probably, do you not think she was just a bit pissed off with him? I mean, especially when people were getting on at her, weren't they? You know, in last night's episode, they were saying, like, put your man in his place, you know, keep, mm. keep him on a leash kind of thing. And and so I, I can imagine she was a bit annoyed initially and just wanted, you know, a bit of space herself and also give Tim a little bit of space. She didn't realize he was going to throw a whole drama queen fit and start packing his bags.
0: Yeah. But then, you know, Brittany or Brit and uh, and Jess, they saved the day, Tim and uh, Kieran, stick around for a bit longer.
1: <laughs> yeah. And no one is more relieved than Jamie. <laughs> but um,
0: The girls are actually yeah. Just like, yeah, whatever. Like Jamie's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he goes into proper meltdown, toddler meltdown. <laughs> now we did have, uh, well, we had a couple of extra people coming in, didn't we? We had Alicia coming in. Was... So she was, uh... sorry, go on.
0: Oh, I was going to say it was bizarre. There's three new boys.
1: What did they call them? Clean skins or something?
0: Yeah. So I've got a theory. Right? A. I think now Bachelor in Paradise has taken the the bula banquet. They've taken that idea from Married at First Sight and the dinner parties, and then mm-hmm. they've also gone and chucked new people that have nothing to do with bachelor franchise which is not what bachelor in paradise is normally about they want to chuck mm. new people into this paradise situation just like they do in love island so they're taking little bits of every show and just trying it out
1: mm. it's almost like a little melting pot i guess isn't it because you could see when when alicia came in and the other people are I, oh she came she came in quickly and then she was whisked away and she was like i I have I fucked this up already you know but she got sent off with these three other blokes now when they came back um oh I've got them written down somewhere here so we had Connor Chris and Tim uh so a different Tim and everyone seemed a bit surprised they were like you know what season are you from so you know they clearly hadn't been tipped off as well that uh, you know and uh, but I, di- I didn't get where this whole term came from these clean skin thing but it, obviously I, I picked up Clearly, it just means you've never been on The Bachelor before.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, The Bachelor Paradise, it's always the most beloved cast members or the most memorable cast members from the show The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So, to have these random newbies in is just bizarre.
1: Hmm. Now, what did you make of... Uh, Alicia's dates with, with the three guys, so Connor, Chris, and Tim, because it seemed to me she only she wasn't really concentrating, that she was just, she only had eyes for Glenn.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think, and I actually think that Glenn and Alicia would make such a lovely couple. They seem to hit it off straight away. And I'm just so happy that he's switched to Alicia and friend zoned Eleanor because she just like mucked Jake and Glenn around right from the start. But then Alicia fucks everything when she goes, oh, yeah, Greg.
1: (laughs) Well, to be fair, they they kind of laughed that off, didn't didn't they? So I I think... Oh, I'd be fuming. Would would, you? Really? Yes. Someone got your name a little bit wrong when you just met me for the first time? So
0: his name's Glenn. She called him Greg. If someone called me... Julie. Jake. Jake, Jamie. (laughs) I'd be fucking
1: furious. (laughs) What if they were smoking hot?
0: I would still be angry and they'd have to do a lot of groveling with those smoking hot hands and lips and
1: all sorts. (laughs) I'm sure they'd get away with it. I think you'd be slightly less angry uh, after a little while, but... Yeah, so I I think I mean I guess we can talk a little bit about Connor, Chris, and Tim later because it was kind of uneventful, that wasn't it? She, you could see that she was just thinking about Glenn. I mean, they did go on a date after after the whole Greg situation, and that seemed to get a bit hot and heavy, didn't it? So. uh with the old massaging, rubbing oil into each other. And they seem to, like I say, get really kind of into each other. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit surprised that Glenn friendzoned Eleanor quite so quick. I mean, it was only was it episode two where he was all pissed off that Jake had taken her on a date. And, you know, he was saying she's out of my league and, you know, I'm going to fight for her. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I don't see anything more happening than us being friends.
0: Yeah, that was bizarre, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Just, I think, I'm wondering if Glenn is the sort of person who's like, wherever his mind is, he's all in. You know, it's it's like a light switch. He's either on or he's off. And so I think. I thought. Go on.
0: I thought that. I don't, this could be completely fabricated and in my own head, but watching that back and that connection, I just kind of wondered if maybe Alicia and Glenn had slipped into each other's DMs a little bit before the show. And mm. that's why he was suddenly so sure about his connection with Alicia. But then Alicia wouldn't have been happy yeah. knowing that he'd been, you know getting it on with Eleanor before that. So I don't know. I can't quite figure that one out, but I did find it quite odd just how much they both just like connected with each other, like magnets.
1: I guess there is a slight difference. I mean, she said she was from the honey badgers season and uh, she was on bachelor in paradise season two. So I guess they both already seen each other on these programs. So it's not as if, like, you're just walking in and meeting a complete stranger. So actually, if you have that connection with someone that you already know, then maybe that's why they hit it off. So it, it's not it's not like Love Island where it, it would have to be them sliding into each other's DMs beforehand. Yeah. You know, they they watched programs, haven't they? they? They've seen these people in kind of a reality TV show environment. So no, that's a good point hmm
0: we could be on to something what did you make
1: of that day because i I thought it was it was quite hot to be honest
0: you thought it was quite hot yeah
1: what part well all the oh the the banana leaf and yeah yeah
0: yeah uh you know we we had the same similar kind of a thing with mark buckner south africa bachelor um on like a massage date, one of his dates was massage, and I just don't like it. I would not be comfortable with it, but you know.
1: I I think yeah, this was a little bit different, but but anyway, I, mean, I don't
0: like I don't like being touched like by a random person, so or even someone I'm still getting to know. I just just keep your hands. Open.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: different. <laughs> I'm weird. Okay.
1: Well, they they certainly seem to be enjoying it, and I think you know of all the couples we've seen they definitely have that chemistry they definitely uh, i can see going at least for two episodes <laughs> so she
0: did, she did have like that sheer butter cream all over her face and it just felt a bit it looked a bit strange him like rubbing her all over he was right in there with her tits but then on her he face he was right in stuff, the cleavage like-
1: wasn't he straight away straight away he um- was <laughs>
0: And then, like, yeah, that was the first place he bloody went. Like, not, not even, like, you know, shoulders first. Um, but then there like, <laughs> like, you know, white bits of cream around her lips and, like, forehead. And I was like, that looks really
1: wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not sure if it was just a piece of editing as well. But she she had to tell him, you know, to watch where he's going. Because after he went right into the bosom, you know, he was, he was going up her leg and quite high up her inner thigh. So, um, yeah, I think he, he was... He, it, he was finding it pretty hot as well, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe... I don't know. I always thought Glenn was quite a gentleman, but I kind of expected him <laughs> to go a little bit more slow in that situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a bit full-on, to be fair, considering, you know, even if they know each other from these programs, they kind of, you know, it is their first date. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so um, I tell you from episode one jade i was thinking you know Brittany, she's a bit too much for me i think she's too over the top and you know i'm I'm not sure you know in a real life situation i think she'd be a bit full-on for me but i've got to say she's the unluckiest person and i'm sort of developing a bit of a soft spot for her because you know she gets the so connor one of the new guys gets a date card And he, unlike Jamie, you know, he decides, you know, Brittany, I want to take you on a date because I want to explore whether there's some sort of romantic connection there. She is absolutely over the moon and then chucks her guts up.
0: I felt so bad for her. The poor girl. She has not had luck in the whole entirety of, like, The Bachelor show history.
1: (laughs) But do, do I remember right? They, they were saying she was on last season, but never got a date?
0: And so it's been a long time, but I think she never got a date on The Bachelor. Uh, and then uh-huh. she, I think she did have a date on, on Bachelor in Paradise last time, but he she oh, got okay. like like mucked around totally. Like another girl came in and this guy that had been getting to know her just like dropped her like she was hot. Like...
1: Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, that was horrible. And I'm kind of glad, because that's where Glenn ended up with the date card, didn't he? I'm glad that they didn't kind of say, well, Connor, choose someone else. Because I think that would have been a a, a little bit wrong and and made Brittany feel even worse. But yeah, I'm kind of rooting for uh, Brittany a little bit now, at least just to go out on a proper date and try and explore some actual connection because I thought that was just the shittest look and uh, mm. and pretty horrible ultimately.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't nice at all, especially as like he seemed to be in there for her. And, I mean, in my eyes, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really quite see much to him or any of the three new men i mean i was surprised that out of all of them tim left he was the brizzy based lad um mm-hmm. brisbane based then there was connor who's a real real estate business dude and chris who was just so bloody boring um <laughs> and uh, i've got a note saying biz i don't even know why i have a note saying biz but i do <laughs>
1: So, are you looking for some kind of clues for me? Because I haven't got a clue. Beers, I, like I don't busy, know. B-I-Z? No, beers,
0: like beers, oh, beers. Is in the drink. Yeah. All
1: oh, right. Okay.
0: Don't don't know. I just. Oh, I think. Oh, now I remember. Um, he was just like saying, "Oh, what he does in his spare time? He just goes out with his lap with his mates, and he has beers, and then he has more beers, and he has more beers." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're so
1: boring." <laughs> I thought there was a bit Cockney rhyming slang in there, you know, cheers biggies (laughs) or, you know, thanks for the beersies. But then,
0: but then Aquaman came in and I know that, you know, I was frothing at the TV screen over this one. Blimey God, Moses, I don't even know what his name was, but I don't actually care.
1: (laughs) He did come in like Aquaman, didn't he? Now, I have to say, he oh. seems like a bit of a miniature Aquaman. I mean, Jason Momoa is a big guy. And uh, this chap, I, whose name I haven't written down. Did, did you catch his name?
0: No, I don't care, though. I'd still hop into yep. him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't so, care. Yeah. So, no, so, so
1: new guy who looks like li- a, a little Jason Momoa. He just seems a bit shorter than the other guys. But uh, no, I thought he's got the whole package, hasn't he? He's got the long hair, the beard, the big tattoos and everything. I I thought, you know, he's going to stir some waves uh, for sure. No pun intended. But um, yeah, and and a lot of the other girls were kind of frothing at the mouth a little bit as well, weren't they?
0: They all were, yeah. The only thing I have to say is, like, he's freaking attractive. My God's sake. Like, (sighs) But he has quite a feminine voice.
1: He does. But he's he's also um, Kieran's best mate I picked up. So Jamie was announcing, you know, Jamie was inserting himself in there as if he was like everyone's best mate. And, you know, oh, I'm just letting you know he's he's Kieran's best mate. So, I mean, I'm guessing these were on the same season of Bachelor.
0: Yeah. And, oh, you know, one thing I loved was, so Kieran, Tim, and... Uh, whoever this dude was, Jason and Moa look alike, dude. Like, they're all like giving each other cuddles, and they're all just like, these massively, like, tattooed Greek gods. And I was just, like, <sighs> the world is whole,
1: but I mean, they weren't showing the girls any attention, though, were they? <laughs> I mean, he came in all sexy and stuff, doing his Aquaman thing, and then he just takes interest. himself. He just takes himself... I bet you are. He takes himself <laughs> off with the uh, with the lads. And it's like, well, it's fucking Bachelor. You know, just at least mingle a bit.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. He's just trying to get... He knows the guys. He's just saying hello first. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about him. And out of all I the girls, that. do you think he'll actually connect with anyone?
1: I was actually going to ask you that. So, I... Didn't see anything from tonight. Um
0: I wondered about I mean, Cass.
1: Yeah. So I, I was wow, well, I mean Cass's got this whole friendship thing with Naranga, hasn't she? Um maybe I, He got a bit of screen time. He got I mean yeah, it was just for massaging for a, Cass's feet.
0: For being a foot masseuse, yeah. <laughs>
1: So I think um you know, if anything, I, I would have said possibly Jess, if she wasn't with Kieran. Mm. You know, she might couple up with this dude. Um
0: I don't think that he'd be into her though. She's quite a wild one.
1: Uh, do you know what I think? I mean, he looks pretty wild himself.
0: No, I you can tell by his voice. I think he's quite a big softy actually.
1: Uh, let's see. I mean, ultimately, we haven't really seen... And so I've got none of the baggage of seeing him on the previous season. So I don't know. And we didn't really see a lot of him tonight. So hopefully we'll see him a little bit more. But I guess in answer to your question, do I see him having a connection? I can't really think of anyone. It could be someone left field, maybe. Someone like Brittany, say. You know, if he is... You know, he looks a bit wild, but he is a bit of a softie. someone like Brittany might might couple up with him you know if you get that if you get that one side that's a bit fiery and that one side who's a bit calmer i can see that working but uh no no let's see but, but they're going to be bringing in other people aren't they
0: yeah yeah they'll always be new people and because we had like three new blokes i'm hoping that we're going to get some new girls coming up um Me i have too. to actually... <laughs> <laughs> who, well, who do you think is the most attractive out of all the girls? I I believe that you would say either Alicia or Eleanor. Uh,
1: let me think, let me think. I don't think Alicia. Um, I mean, Cass is quite pretty. Uh, da, da, da. Renee actually Bye. looks like one of my exes. Um, but I don't really... I think it's probably because of that I don't find her attractive. Eleanor is quite nice, yeah. Yeah.
0: Eleanor's gorgeous. I just think that she's completely bland.
1: Yeah. Let me think. I, mean, I think yes. that she's
0: gonna I think she's gonna hot gun it for Aquaman.
1: The, uh, Jess or Eleanor? Eleanor. Yeah, yeah. Possibly.
0: Because she's, I she's think... got no one now. She's got absolutely no one. She shot herself in the foot, but you could tell how excited she was when she saw him. She was like, oh yes, here we go.
1: Yeah. I don't, there's no, in answer to your question, there's no one that really stands out for me yet. So
0: basically Um, not into the Aussie girls.
1: (laughs) No, I, no, I, I just mean none of them stand out any more than the others. If you know what I mean? I mean, they're all beautiful. All the blokes, all the women, uh, I just, for the women, I I just don't think for me any of them stands out more than the others. But ask me again when we've got some more people in.
0: Yeah, well, I just <laughs> now, got like Jade. breaking. I just got breaking news saying All the right. Dead Sea: hundreds of North Korean skeleton-filled ghost boats washed up onto the shore of Japan as China is blamed. Wow. Almost six hundred you know
1: of the ghost vessels. What? Fuck twenty
0: twenty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's happening with this year?
1: It just fucking don't want to know about ghost fucking zombie boats. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't rule anything out from this goddamn fucking year. <laughs> I just don't know what well, to think about it. That sounds a bit grim, doesn't it? Anymore. Yeah,
0: skeleton-filled boats. What?
1: What's going on? Anyway, back to the serious stuff. So, yeah,
0: the serious
1: stuff. (laughs) Just before we get onto the rose ceremony, and unless you got anything else as well, it seemed to be a running theme. Jake seemed to be getting really annoyed with everyone, with all of the so-called friendship couples. He was definitely getting really annoyed with Jamie. And how uh, he was making a play for Brittany only because Connor had uh, had asked her for a date, and you know, they, I don't know if it's just coming in this season or if it's a if it's a thing, but this friendship rose was just like triggering him, and the whole Naranga and cast thing, he was just like they're just wasting your time, and so I, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen, but they were just focusing in on that. Quite a lot, and he just seems to be getting more and more annoyed. I mean, did you think? Have you seen anything like that before? Did that surprise you? You know, because you'll have known Jake from the last season. What, what did you make I think, of that?
0: I thought that it was absolutely brilliant. He clearly has a lot of passion for the show, which I do, um, and I just I feel like it triggered him because he found love on the show before, and it worked for him, and. To, to people that get the show and have a love for it, like, say, Jake or I, like it, to see people just misusing it or taking advantage of it, it's horrible because that's not what the show is about. But then at the same time, it's like Love Island, where you know, you've know you got to pick someone, and sometimes you, you hope for the best and you want them to find someone. But I, I get where he was coming from 100%. Like, I believe that he's in there or he was in there for the right reasons. And he believes in the show in the way that I believe in the show.
1: Hmm. And, and I admired his passion and especially what happened in the rose ceremony. But I I, I just don't know how I feel about it because it's not just as if you're, you have a friendship rose just to stay on TV. You're sort of doing it to stay in the game so that the next person who comes in you know might might actually uh, you might have a connection with them so yeah. I, and i guess i don't know if I'm, I'm a bit of an apologist for that way of thinking because i've just seen it happen so much on love island and then you know someone stays in for a couple of rounds on a friendship basis but then they develop a connection with someone else it would be bad if someone you know someone obvious was really after love and, and was just particularly unlucky. But I don't really see that anyone has. I mean, the the guys who left tonight, you know, we won't really miss them, will we? They, they were only there for five minutes. And so I don't know. I, I think it's it's good. You know, that's clearly how he felt. And it's not as if he just chucked some stones and then uh, stayed in there or did the same thing. He He decided, you know, being in the in the villa, it's taught him that actually, you know, the love that he's kind of lost before, he's gonna go and fight for that. And that was the bit. Yeah. And I texted you didn't I and said you're you're gonna cry at this rose ceremony. Now was it right?
0: It it did choke me up. Yes.
1: Okay, I thought it might do because I got a bit choked, and I thought, you know what, fair here. And and I, I just think again because I've seen so many people on these different shows, they are there for their fame. Kieran, just, there's no fucking way he's there for love. He, he's just there for the fame. And you know, I just I've got a lot of respect for Jake for what he did there.
0: Yeah, I I do as well. I just worry for Jake in that Megan, who he was with, who's also from the Bachelor Nation, did. End things with him before and mm. hurt him, and I just, I just worry that um, she will do the exact same thing again, or not even care that he's quit the show for her. I don't know. Um, hopefully not, but we'll see. I guess uh, social yeah. media will tell us soon.
1: I guess the the thing is though, and like you say, he he obviously believes in the show, and when he went in there, he believed his reasons for going in there, you know, it hadn't worked out for him the first time. And so he thought, right, well, I'll just try and maybe I'll be a bit luckier the second time, but I think he probably discovered and, and it, I'm not saying it happened on camera. It could have happened off camera, but in that conversation with Eleanor, I said to you, didn't I, I I thought he paused a bit too long and probably no, one's necessarily asked him that question before, you know, is that door completely closed to before? Yeah. It probably got him thinking. And then if he decides no, even if he goes back and that doesn't work out, he needs to close that door before he moves on again. And so, you know, I I think it may not work out, but I think for Jake, whatever the outcome, it'll work out.
0: Yeah, 100%. That was like my thing where like I just wasn't over my ex like a while ago and I just needed, even though it's been like a fucking year, like I needed time to figure out my life like and I get that like so I think Jake, I don't think he was ever someone I actually really particularly liked before in Bachelor franchise but like seeing him portrayed on this show I've developed such a a respect for him
1: Yeah, I I think unfortunately he's gone now and obviously for comedy yeah, value, sad. I think Jamie is my favorite. But <laughs> after that, for just being a, a nice bloke, you know, someone who you'd want to, you know, you, you know, you quite happily have him as a friend in your life. I think he, you know, he's definitely there. He does remind me, uh, what's the guy's name out of We're the Millers? Uh, he did Horrible Bosses. Um, Jason sakidis that's right. So I don't know if you remember him, but he reminds me of him as well. Uh, you know what I'm thinking of? Uh, Where the I Millers? I don't know
0: how to spell cicadas. cicadas. So it's uh, uh, S-U-D-E-I-K-I-S. Let's
1: have a look. You think? I
0: don't know. I think,
1: yeah. No?
0: No. It's
1: just great podcast in no. this. <laughs> Now, it's been Jade, a long
0: time since I've seen that
1: show. As well as, well as obviously Jake's little um, uh, uh, moral stand there. What else caught your eye from the, the rose ceremony?
0: I mean, Tim went home.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what about Brittany? Because Brittany had been through that kind of moral dilemma and then she'd made her mind up. You know, she was gonna pick Connor and then just before she makes <laughs> she makes her big stand and decides, no, I am not gonna choose Jamie and not play my friendship Rose, then Connor gets picked.
0: Yeah, I mean um she didn't really have a choice then, did she?
1: Yeah. So and and we've seen gosh, nothing. And and I can't remember what, what's the girl's name? The Brazilian girl. Mary Mary, that's the one. So I'd not seen anything, no conversations or anything to suggest that they were going to be a thing. So I was completely gobsmacked with that.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't see Brittany staying in there for very long anyway. Um, Unless something happens with her and Connor, I don't know.
1: I really don't, yeah, I think uh, yeah, she wasn't gonna pick Jamie, but Jamie thinks he's he's played a blinder, you know he he thinks he's got his friendship rose there, and someone's gonna come in for him. I honestly don't think there will be, but you know no. hopefully there will and keep him keep him in there a bit longer. But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Brittany sort of trying to progress things, have a chat with Connor and see if there is anything there. You know, ultimately, he did pick her for the date. It, it was flummoxed by, you know, the powers that be. And so I, I think I am rooting for Brittany. I hope she does progress with Connor. Um, I, I wouldn't have any money on it, but, you know, let's see.
0: Let's see.
1: But I think everything else went to form, didn't it? Really, I mean, Kieran uh, was picked by Jess. You had um, Brit picking Tim, and then all the others that haven't written down. Uh, I mean, Gl- uh, Alicia picked Glen. Yep. Any Can others? Did
0: Eleanor pick? Pass. Can't remember. No, well, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> okay, so she picked someone who I think she'd been friend zoned by Glenn hadn't she so I can't remember who she picked exactly Oh, didn't she pick the, the Jason miniature Jason Momoa probably, yeah yeah
0: yeah probably
1: yeah I think it was actually I should have uh, I should have written it down really but anyway now Jade anything else from tonight's episode that caught your eye
0: no I think that's it
1: Cool. Now, Jade, if someone, us, Jade, 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 Jade. Oh, if someone wanted to get in contact with us,
0: how would they do it? Jade, Jade, if someone wanted to get in contact with us, how would they do it?
1: Well, they would quickly um, Google, right, so Twitter is Batcher. Uh, no, it's banter. <laughs>
0: <Indeed you're batcher>. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's not easy
1: i never said it was easy or they could get us on instagram on bachelor banter podcast or also i think our email is bachelorbanterpodcast at gmail.com well done i have right. nice, nice. no idea i
0: wasn't
1: listening you've got to just wrote down <laughs> no. there well jade <laughs> honestly i'm loving this season i can't wait for the next episode i can see that the drama's going to ratchet up a, another notch again in the next episode, we got to see a little bit of that. There's obviously going to be some friction from previous seasons of Bachelor and different contestants coming in. And so, uh, yeah, can't wait for it. But for tonight, all I'll say is great to speak to you and I'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye now.